0: God bless the city of Rock Hill. Rock Hill is such a special place. You're going to know Rock Hill for more than Football City USA. Pathways, Indoor Center, Knowledge Park. It's just a wonderful time to be in Rock Hill right now. The city of Rock Hill is one of the only destinations that fully gets it. It builds world-class venues that are better than anywhere in the United States. Hello and welcome into Rock Hill CityCast. My name is Matthew Cray alongside my co-host Ashley Studebaker. As we aim to keep you informed on all things going in. On, uh, all things going on inside the city of Rock Hill. Um, today we have on with us Hannah Horn, Executive Officer of the Gravity Center. Hannah, how's it going today?
1: Doing great. Thanks for having me on the show.
0: Absolutely. So before we get started with some fun get-to-know-you questions, mm-hmm. let me know... Uh, a little bit about yourself and how you got to your position at the Gravity Center. Sure. So, uh,
1: originally uh, born and raised in, in South Alabama, and I uh, studied journalism. Was in television news for nearly twenty years. Um, and my last TV contract in TV news uh, went back to school uh, for my MBA, thinking I'd go into financial journalism, uh, but uh, found out that uh, business acumen and communication skills really powerful. It's uh, a lot of businesses need it, and uh, went to work for the Chamber of Commerce, uh, doing a lot of policy work shaping policy, uh, helping translate, especially during COVID. You know, we had all those 400 page bills that, you know, came out of Washington. So trying to absorb and, and translate uh, that information out to our business community. Uh, So worked at the chamber in Hilton head and uh, the gravity center position came open and uh, just love what you guys are doing here. Love the growth. And the gravity center is a one-stop shop for entrepreneurs. And I just love growing small businesses and and pouring back in uh, my time and talents to, to making sure that they're successful. And how long have you been here? So I have been here for, uh, about 108 days. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah.
0: What lured yeah. you to this job? I know you said what's going on in the area, but when you saw it open, what made you go, I want to work there?
1: I just, I, I want to create jobs. I want to grow small businesses and uh, the, the opportunity to lead a startup is, is just really fun. And I, I love what you guys are doing in Rock Hill. I mean, I'm, I'm really excited to be a part of it. I truly am. Um, it is extraordinary. Uh, the this the changes that have happened and, and what I really believe is the... Um just the next really great city in South Carolina that is um, is just positioned for exponential growth.
0: So you call the Gravity Center or before we jump into the Gravity Center. Actually, we're going to yes. do some fun questions, okay. some get to know you questions. Oh, we're going to put a minute on the clock. Are you ready? OK. <laughs> Sweeping or vacuuming? Sweeping. Do you wash the dishes immediately or wait until the sink is full? I wait. Would you rather take an international trip with your it- entire itinerary planned for you or nothing planned?
1: Nothing planned.
0: Would you rather have your favorite show have a bad ending or get canceled on a cliffhanger? Bad ending. Would you rather have one random meeting or appointment canceled every week or one random bill canceled every month? Uh, cancel the bill. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather have a card to any single fast food place of your choice That would give you one meal a day for the rest of your life or $12,000 cash.
1: Cash is king.
0: (laughs) If you had to lose weight in the next two months, assuming the effectiveness was equal, would you rather stick to a green juice diet or do two high intensity exercise sessions per day?
1: Give me the exercise.
0: Would you rather sleep without a pillow or a blanket?
1: Uh, Without the pillow.
0: Okay. Would you rather everything you eat be crispy and crunchy or soft and tender?
1: Soft and tender.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And you are no longer allowed to go by your first name. Would you rather go by your middle name or your last name?
1: Middle name, which is Hannah.
0: Okay. Well, what's your so first you name? So you go
1: by your middle I name. I go by my middle name. My first name is Mary, like Merry Christmas, M-E-R-R-Y. So okay. Mary Hannah. Okay. I was a double first name back home growing up. It's Southern okay. girl thing. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, but it just didn't sound like professional, you
2: know, Mary so Hannah. So the oh. question, though, sweeping or vacuuming, is it which you prefer or what you say? Because I'm from up north, and I used to say I'm going to sweep when down south, it's like, okay, you're vacuuming, though. You're not sweeping. Wait, so
0: you would s- say you were going to sweep and then go vacuum?
2: Exactly. Why? And I it, don't know. Some people call it a
1: sweeper, a vacuumer. They yes, call it a, it's sweeper. a sweeper. I've yeah. never heard of this yeah. before.
0: This this feels like in the south where people look at any soda and just call it Coke. Call it, it a Coke. pop. I mean, oh, call well, it yeah, Coke. Right. Pop is northern. That is yes. not a southern thing. But uh, a southerner will look at a Dr. Pepper and call it a Coke. That's what that feels like to me, the vacuuming yeah. thing. Yeah,
2: I used to say, I, I would say, I'm going to go sweep to my now fiance, and I'd get the now the vacuum, and he'd be like, I thought you said you were sweeping. And I was like, I am. So yeah. I'm wondering,
1: is it what you prefer or what you call it? Well, Northerners. I, I answered the question from the perspective of which do you prefer? I that's, really yeah, I hate to vacuum. To I hate to vacuum because I hate to roll up the cord. I'm not a cord roller. <laughs> mm. It's, it's the a, attention to a, detail. A,
2: a Rombombo thing? Romba, Roomba. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Roomba. A Rombomba thing.
2: Rombamba. Mm. Um
0: The one that stuck out to me was the pillow versus blanket. I don't know if I could sleep without a pillow. Yeah. What well, what was the thought oh, process there?
1: the 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 weight of the blanket is is nurturing. It's that whole swaddle thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. Harkens back to, I don't know, the days in my mom's belly i don't know or (laughs) i don't
2: know i don't know i have to have a blanket too so Mm. i guess i can't explain it i don't know
0: well now that we've gotten to know you a little bit better i don't know that you you
2: know me very well after those questions
1: (laughs) those are well i know
0: that you know you'd rather your show end and have some closure than have it end on a cliffhanger and i feel like that's something so
1: well, that's just life. You know? like, like, <laughs> yeah. Don't leave it on. Like I, I yeah. want to. Yeah. Every story has a beginning, a middle and an end. Even if you don't like the end, you got to have the end.
0: Mm-hmm. We. So. You mentioned that the Gravity Center is a one stop shop for entrepreneurship. Yes. What does that mean?
1: It means we provide programs and services that will start or scale local businesses.
0: All right. So a business owner, I guess, just shows up to you and says, I'm looking to start a business. And you guys say what?
1: Uh, what's your idea? And so we began to, uh, to find out more about the idea, socialize the idea, see is there somebody that can, can make it? Is there somebody that would buy it? Is there somebody that would finance it? Um, so that's called a business plan and some market research um, making sure that the idea is viable and that, again, that they would have customers um, build out a revenue model and um, make sure, and as they start it and scale it, we'll be there with them throughout whatever keeps them up at night as entrepreneurs do. They um Every it may be an HR issue one it may be a, a cash flow issue it may every single day there's there are one or more issues that they're thinking about that they either need to be doing or could be doing for their business.
0: What ratio of people show up and have all of that figured out versus just the the people who just I want to do this?
1: No one has it figured out. Elon Musk doesn't <laughs> have it figured out. Well, well,
0: well, what yes. percentage of people show up somewhat prepared? Thinking they-
1: yeah. Uh, so, so for the most part, I think Google has been a really good business coach. You know, somebody says, I want to start a business. They type it into Google and it says, okay, you need this, 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 and this. And some people kind of get it or have been to school, had a business background, or they may, they may have been in a family that had an entrepreneurial spirit. Their uncle might've owned, you know, a, a restaurant or a, a shop in town. So they kind of get it, know what they have to do, but they really don't crunch the numbers or get into the deep dive of in the partner relationships that we have where you can, uh, really sit down with, a, you know, be mentored, sit down with a business coach, have your business plan really looked at and scrutinized to make sure, again, that there's a market in this area for that. I always give the uh, the example of, you know, if a business owner is, say, for example, the Gravity Center was in Key West, Florida, and they said, I want to open up a fur coat shop and be like, well, Let's talk about that. At the end of the day, we really are—we really are growing the entrepreneur, making sure, you know, looking at their tenacity, their their ability to think through problems and issues, and 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 grow their business, and and attach uh, good ideas and and solid foundations to to their business. Because even if this venture doesn't doesn't pass or or succeed um their business model or they can't find customers for it for whatever reason maybe their next one will and they'll learn a little bit from the first failure if you're going to fail fail fast And then Mm -hmm. let's get you to Mm. the next one and the next one and the next one. But serial entrepreneurs are very real and they're exciting, wily, wonderful people that do not think linear. They're all over the place. So we just have to be there alongside with them, which is how the Gravity Center started. It was 10 entrepreneurs that said, you know what? We want specific services laser focused at us because
2: no one understands us. Mm. And if you get direct deposit, you don't understand them. Mm. So these services, what would they are? Is there a cost? To them There's
1: not There is not a right. call So I have 10 events On the Gravity Center Calendar in January That's everything From a business plan Boot camp To developing out A business model canvas uh, There's a guy Coming in That knows uh, Has uh, the, the good The bad The ugly On um, starting a restaurant So we're going to talk To our, our restaurant Either owners Or the ones That want to start Everybody says Oh I want to start A restaurant I have a restaurant Idea um, And then uh, My goodness uh, There's a, a customer Matrix Customer Ideal customer matrix um their collaborations there are women founders events so none of these cost any money whatsoever so between uh you know public investment uh grants private investment we aim to to have the financial stability that we need at the gravity center to be able to offer these for at, at no cost
2: and about how long i know it's kind of you know I guess that you could say I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but Mm. about how long of a process is this? Is it dependent on the entrepreneur or, you know, like how long of a process when I come to you to, when you set me free, I guess. Well, that like, like all bankers say, well, it depends. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
1: let me just say that, that, uh, it usually takes twice as long and twice as much money to launch your business than you think that it's going to. Okay. So, so it is, you do have to have a, a patient bone in your body, but if you already have your idea baked out, it is a good idea. It is feasible. Um, and you absolutely, you know, you can do this. This this is something that's been done before, you know, people have opened restaurants before they've, you know, they've opened uh, a gym, they've opened, you know, an electrical business, whatever it is that your business is going to be, then you could pretty much so have a business plan. and and find access to capital and socialize your idea and kind of put things on paper and start things out pretty quick. Um, I would advise you, though, to go down the more patient path, uh, have some money saved up, be able to uh, really get some great market research, make sure that you're doing the homework you need to do. Um, If it is a brick and mortar that you're in, you know, an area that's zoned correctly for you, that you've got good contracts, all of that is put together.
0: What programs fall under the umbrella of the Gravity Center?
1: So so we have some learning and growth opportunities. So those would be those learning opportunities, like the, the business plan boot camp I was talking about, okay. or, uh, you know, the meeting with a guy who specializes in, in restaurant startups or the socializing your idea to, um, you know, to your customer, uh, customer uh, matrix, um, decision-making matrix. We have one in February that's all about time management, uh, the Kanban mm-hmm. uh, approach. Uh, that's a Japanese approach to time management. So, so there are all of these, like, thought uh, growth opportunities For either early start uh, Scalable businesses But uh, there are also For example the VMS program The Venture Mentoring Service uh, Has been actually It it began several years ago Back when the technology incubator Was in formation here with the city And VMS is out of uh, The Massachusetts Institute of Technology It's a world class mentoring uh, program Model that that we use That we've implemented That brings team based mentoring Around a venture To be able to either start Or scale their business And we have a 22 ventures that are in VMS right now so nearly two dozen and they have mentors that are around them that are helping them at, at in the life of their business
0: so these are mentors at MIT no or? these are
1: mentors in our community, in the community. so these mm-hmm. these are business leaders uh, subject matter experts thought leaders that are coming around uh, three or more to a team that come in and around this venture uh, that have asked them what help do you need at this point in your business and maybe you know it's a uh, it's a cash flow issue. Maybe they're moving into a different market. Maybe they want to open a second location in Fort Mill, and you know you could have a whole different vibe in Fort Mill, a whole different pricing structure in Fort Mill. You could have, you know, it could be a whole different ball game. So, um, how do you make sure that you're going to have the same success if you if you scale your business?
0: So this is modeled after the version that MIT did yes
1: it's licensed out of okay. MIT yes but it is a world class program um, it's uh, in twenty three countries more than a hundred programs began back in nineteen ninety seven whenever two professors said uh, there were a couple of students that kept uh, students that kept coming to these couple of professors saying hey we have an idea for a business that you know we've learned so much now uh, in the university. We want to prototype this program or or, or object or uh, we want to start a business with what we've learned. And so they realized that they needed kind of an entrepreneurial uh, arm to
2: what it is beyond the classroom. Are there many... local businesses or entrepreneurs involved in this VMS right now? So like I said, nearly, nearly two dozen. Two dozen. Okay,
0: yes, And, and can, two you, dozen, yeah. can you give us an example of one of those and how the service has affected the growth of their business?
1: Yeah. So, and uh, gosh, have them in and, and let them tell you about it. I, I love to pick on, uh, he's on my board of directors. He wouldn't mind me uh, bragging on him uh, or picking on him. However, you see uh, Ryan Sanderson, who owns mm-hmm. Knowledge Perk. Okay. Uh, Ryan has been in the VMS program and has received him team-based mentoring around his business, um, you know, Ryan has a lot of different product lines. He has a brick and mortar location, scaling to a second location. He announced that recently. Um, he uh, he has uh, food and beverage regulations on his business. He has a staff. Um, he has investors. Y'all, there's a lot going on here. Okay, this isn't you know just something you're doing in your garage. Okay, this is a this is a big business, and he's um, he's growing it and scaling it, and in do, doing that collaboration, uh, entrepreneurs talking to entrepreneurs, being there for each other is really, really important in this space. It's how it's, it's
2: how you avoid missteps It's how you get to the next level point blank. So there's many different businesses, different entrepreneurs that are around here. Mm-hmm. So you have to cater to the diversity of businesses that yeah. are here. So how do you cater to a coffee shop and then a retail store? Like how do you do it? Isn't that the beautiful thing about right. it? Yeah. <laughs> so um,
1: we we are not just uh, a gravity center for technology businesses at all. Um, although we do have technology businesses, uh, three that I can think of that are inside of the gravity center right now. Um, you know, they require a very different type of um, thought leadership and, and mentoring than perhaps a, uh, you know, someone who's in a social impact entrepreneurial space that, you know, or a nonprofit. Um, they, but at the end of the day, they really, a business a business needs, kind of like a plant needs, you know, uh, water, oxygen, and light in good soil. There are certain things that you need for success. And, um, you know, your business plan needs to constantly be tweaked. You need to constantly be looking at what you do. Is it relevant to your customers? What will your customers pay? Who's your competition? Um, you, know, you need to be looking at market forces. Um, you know, uh, understanding and growing your business uh, requires, it's economic development is a, is a, team sport and we're just a small piece of the puzzle that help grow small businesses, all small businesses. But like I said, at the end of the day, there are, there are, there's a select few things that you need to continue to do to grow your business and make sure you're, you're
0: making business sense. For all the non-entrepreneurs who are listening why should they care about what the Gravity Center does?
1: Well, you you go to these businesses all the time. Like, you are a customer of entrepreneurs. So with if they thrive, if their business is optimized, then your customer experience is probably optimized as well. If you think about it, um, you know, a, a customer, for example, who's having issues, logistical issues, and it takes you, you're not going to get, you know, your mom's sweater in time for Christmas from the cute little boutique down, you know, that you ordered from, you know. Then something's not right with that business. So you, as a um, you as a consumer, should care. But as a community, we should care that the vast majority of jobs from this area come from small businesses. Mm-hmm. So we have to care about it, and we have to support small businesses, and we have to support the idea of entrepreneurship. Not only for the products and services that we procure that make our lives great. You know, we we love a good pizza place. You know, we we, uh, love, you know, salons being nearby. And, you know, if your uh, air conditioner or heater breaks because you don't apparently use blankets at night, you only use (laughs) pillows.
0: I run warm. (laughs) Because you
1: run warm. uh, You know, you want to make sure that those are thriving small businesses that have all of the tools and equipment that they need. You also should, again, care about it from the economic development standpoint that we are a country of small businesses. And the stronger they are, the stronger we are.
0: How do you at the Gravity Center align yourself with the goals of the city?
1: So, as you know, I am a city employee. right? So um, I align myself with the the goals. I'm very much so aware of the goals of economic development for the city and Mm -hmm. growing small business and entrepreneurship. Because, again, it is a foundational need of our community not only to provide those jobs, but the services and, and the quality of life that comes along with being aligned with economic development projects. Yeah.
0: I know you've only been here for a little over 100 days, but how has the growth of Rock Hill impacted what you guys are doing over there?
1: I think it's huge. I think it's huge. I mean, it it has put us on the map. Now, guys, listen. I love when the big economic development announcements. I know you do, too. Like, they're fun to write about. The big hundreds of jobs and, the you know, the, the fancy. Or like when
2: the Chipotle comes to town, you know. That.
0: Yeah. that hey, We had that breaking on our podcast hey, a couple episodes hey, ago. And
2: if we could get a Trader Joe's here, oh it my would be. gosh. It, it would seriously
1: like. Yes. Like we would, you know, hot air balloon uh, advertising. But the, um, what was the question again?
0: Uh, <laughs> Sorry, you, the, the I'm distracted
1: gro- by Trader Joe's. And,
0: uh, the growth of the city, how has that impacted oh, what you guys do?
1: Yeah, so so the, the bigger businesses that come here... Um, really attract and and the buzz is here and and it provides people. These jobs provide people that need services, that need businesses to provide those services Um, and I think that we still lack a culture of entrepreneurship and that's something that the Gravity Center has been tasked with. You know, that that folks, that, you know, the young people at Winthrop and even in high school right now, 85% of kids have a business idea and only 5% Mm. of them launch them. I suspect the same would be true for college students creating, flipping the script on, um, on traditionally, like when you get out of college, you know, getting a job. Why don't we say whenever you get out of high school, start a business? So a culture of entrepreneurship, guys, in other parts of the country, this is how they think. In Austin, Texas, and Nashville, Tennessee, and, and San Jose, California, there is a culture around what it is that you're going to
2: do with your life. And most of it is owning their own business. Do you feel as though from your perspective that people are aware of the Gravity Center and what the services are there that you'd like them to be? No, no, it, it's so new.
1: I mean, just in the, I, I came on board three months ago and we had mm-hmm. an official grand opening of the Gravity Center and folks I think were blown away by the really cool space. If, if people don't know, so the Gravity Center is located on, on South Oakland, uh, right across the street from uh, Rocco, the roasting company. Everybody mm-hmm. knows where that is. Um, so it's it's a brick and mortar uh Business right there on South Oakland. Uh, it uh, has sixteen thousand square foot of space. We have co-working uh, office space. We have a conference room, a classroom. Uh, we have a, a cafe style um, setup with a ping pong table. It's very very bougie, fun yeah. kind of space, <laughs> um, designed towards you know to be able for to again one of the needs of entrepreneurs perhaps is co-working space. So that just fills one of the many pieces of the puzzle of, of their lives and work that we're trying to. Produce provide. provide um so so yeah the the gravity center is um very new and people are learning about it and as we begin to roll out programming and helping small businesses grow and getting the word out about what it is that we do we we only hope more people take advantage of it
0: you you mentioned when you were talking about the growth about trying to reach college kids or high school kids do you do that now or is that something you hope to do down the road
1: yeah, So, so again, uh, 90 days into the Gravity Center opening, my, my first 90, we just finished our strategic plan. It's so exciting and all the different avenues that we're going down. Uh, but one of the, the programming elements is absolutely being in all of our schools. So this is college. This is uh, York Tech, uh, Clinton. This is uh, Winthrop. Um, it's in our K-12. Um, it's in our charter schools, our private schools. Um, we have two summer camps coming up for entrepreneurism, one for middle schoolers in June. One for high schoolers in July. Um, And they will start and then sell a business all within one week. Wow. Wow. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's like a boot camp. It's a boot camp. (laughs) Yes. But, you know, again, flipping the script, instead of asking kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? Let's ask them, what business do you want to start when you grow Mm. up? What Mm. do you want to invent? We, that's, isn't that awesome? That I mean, is that's, cool. that's powerful, yeah. right? That
2: is amazing. Um, so I am an entrepreneur. I go through the process mm-hmm. and all, all these things. And can I stay involved forever? Or like, do you kind of just let the biz the entrepreneurs, fly away from their nest forever,
1: forever? forever. <laughs> yes, it's it's like the mafia. You'll be with us forever in our family. <laughs> um. So so if you came to me today with an idea and you said, okay, so I have an idea to do blank I would again help you build your business plan and we would make sure to get a team of mentors around you Uh, whatever program services, access to capital, uh, whatever it is, however you wanted to fund it. Uh, If you needed any funding, some people don't. um, But we would make sure that you had the recipe for success around you, which looks different for everybody. Okay, And then at that point, if you needed mentoring, great, stay in the mentor program for as long as it's relevant to you. And then you become a mentor, I don't know, Mm, to someone else. So you you begin to, at that point, pour back in and contribute. Um, You could stay in our co-working space forever. You could... um, uh, mentor others, you can scale your location, and then we would franchise what it is that you do so that you have locations all around the country okay. for your idea, and then we would help you write those agreements and, and get you going. Wow! But then, of course, you would be on the beach somewhere right. yeah, in the Caribbean, and we'd never see you again, so we're not yeah. going to help you grow that much. Yeah.
0: You don't have to let the entire cat out of the bag. What, what are some of the other bullet points or highlights of the strategic plan that you're excited about?
1: Mm. Ooh.
0: Or is um, it all still in the bag? No, it's not. No,
1: not at all. Not at all. Um, we we aim to start a um, a nonprofit arm to be able to seed fund some of the businesses. There is uh, what we uh, what we commonly refer to not affectionately. There are actually a lot of ugly words that go along with this, but we um, we we call um, a funding desert. So if you just need a little bit of money just to kind of get to the next step and you don't want to, you know, perhaps you, you don't have uh, attractive credit to the bank or the banks just don't loan that little bit of money for whatever reason that you need it for, um, to be able to just get that business to just, just level up one notch, just one notch, uh, uh, you know, to hire that person or to, um, you know, d- do do a website, um, you know, launch into a new market. I don't know, prototype something. You need legal fees on something paid for. I don't know. But that'll be a really exciting part whenever we can begin to contribute to the financial
2: success because access to capital is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you kind of get almost like an inside scoop a little bit if these entrepreneurs come to you and you're like, this is kind of what I want to do. Like I haven't told anybody yet. So is that exciting for you when you hear these like really kind of out of the world ideas sometimes from these entrepreneurs? It is. It absolutely is. It's so exciting because this is this is their life, guys.
1: Like, I mean, again, like they're not interviewing for a job, you Mm -hmm. know, that they hope that they get that they're going to get, you know, a 401k package, you know, or, or retirement plan. I mean, this is. They. This is their family, their life, their their livelihood, their their homes. Everything depends on making this work. Um, the ideas. Are their passion it's their baby so what we have to make sure is that if an entrepreneur comes to us and they just absolutely love you know for example again picking on Ryan Ryan loves coffee Ryan's background actually he's Preach. he's a veteran but he um, he worked for Starbucks for many mm. a year so he, he loves he, he had to love coffee to want to start a coffee shop but the business of a coffee shop may not be what Ryan loves. So, mm. you know, we have to make sure that, and he does love it, but we have to make sure that we bring him the services, the support, the collaboration, um, the partners in that will make sure that he gets everything that, that he needs as an entrepreneur. Um, we, don't, we don't do the work for them, but we can lead mm. them to the resources that are out there.
0: Is it more important for a new business to find a location or to find the right location? I think I know the answer, but so if it lets, I know some businesses kind of move, are move around and are mobile, but if, if I'm starting a business and I, you know, I, oh, I need a place, is it just, oh, this is a place or is it about waiting for the right place?
1: If if you were an entrepreneur that, that were, was faced with that decision, what mm-hmm. I would ask you is what is your minimal viable product? So your MVP, what is the least amount that you could do at this moment to get your business off the ground and provide? So for example, if that means um, you want to open a restaurant, but maybe you could do a pop up in a space or Hmm. you could start if you have a food truck at the moment, not that that's minimal at all because that's a lot of work, (laughs) but you know, if you have a service or a product, you know, what is the, the least that you could do at this moment and start with this product and then scale it, scale it, scale it, scale it. Um, I would be very patient on the space to make sure that, um, to know your market forces, uh, to get the research that you need. And that's where partners like the South, uh, the, um, the Small Business Development Center, SBDC, can do market research. Um, just met with um, the York County Economic Development folks. They have access. You know, you can put a pin in the ground in Rock Hill if you wanted to open a bakery, for example. And we actually have technology market data that will tell you how many bakeries there are within a five-mile oh, radius, 25-mile wow. radius. So, you know, what is your who are your competitors? What what are the market forces? And so um, I would say find the right location. I
2: I don't know if that's the right answer or not, but that's what I would tell folks. Good things come to those who wait. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So before we got on air here, you and I were kind of chit chatting about like the side hustlers of the entrepreneur business. So is that something, you know, you mentioned on the horizon that there are a lot of entrepreneurs that. Are like, oh, do I want to do this full time? I don't know. Should I keep my full time job in my back pocket? So, what do you have for the side hustlers? Is there anybody that has that does not have a business idea in their back pocket?
1: I is it? I I I really don't know the answer to that because mm-hmm. I'm in the space where I talk to people who are running after business ideas all day, every day. So it's just in my nature, my culture to always have this idea. Um, I believe there are a lot of people who either. Uh, think that they could have a side hustle I mean even you could babysit on the side and make you know an extra hundred dollars or go back to I mean this this free college that they have at at York Mm -hmm. Tech right now I mean you could you could scale your job you could up up upskill yourself um to to be able to do more things um out you know know, maybe it's a service um you know massage therapy I, I don't know I mean you could do things on the side if you wanted to um it's real, you can make money at doing it, If why, why not? And I wanna mention as well, so the Lifelong Learning Program that uh, is through the city of Rock Hill, um, I'll actually be teaching a class beginning in, in February, it's four sessions on Encore Entrepreneurship, and these are for the 55 and older, uh, our, our retired community that may have an idea, and it's crazy the percentage number of, uh, mm-hmm. of businesses that are owned by people who are 55 and older. Wow. You think, oh, I wanna retire, but there are some people who never wanna retire. I mean, my, my daddy's 73 years old. He's a police officer, and he has an idea for a barbecue sauce that he wants to launch, commercialize, <laughs> go. and he never wants to retire. He doesn't want to play pickleball. He just doesn't. <laughs> I, not, I love pickleball. I don't know what's wrong with it, but he doesn't want to.
0: So when w- with all the we, – we talked a little bit about growth, but with all the growth that comes to an area, so let's say there's a new development coming, are you guys already doing research trying to figure out maybe – what businesses might be good in that area or are y'all waiting for a small business to come to you and say, I want to do something that may fit in that area?
1: We are not doing research like that. Okay. Um, I guarantee you that the economic development entities so for that's economic, that's the, the, okay. the city and and York, York County are looking at what office retail space is available and trying to recruit into that. And of course, you know, the commercial realtors and those developers would love to fill those spaces. But yeah, I mean, uh, part of uh, University Park, for example, has, you know, restaurant space inside of it. You know, I'm constantly thinking like, uh, as we give this class in January at the Gravity Center, uh, the secret sauce to starting and sustaining a successful restaurant, um, perhaps there will be someone that comes through that class and maybe they'll be a tenant in that space. Mm. I have no idea. Okay. Um, but we are always trying to think about, you know, uh, economic development is a chess game. It's, it's not horseshoes. OK, so so there's all of these pieces being moved. And so available space that comes open, who could go in there, what businesses need that? Um, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Um, how many I know you said you have 22 in the venture mentoring service, mm-hmm. but how many b- small businesses do you guys help in Rock Hill right now? I'm sure that's a huge number.
1: Mm. Oh gosh, my I had coffee with one small business <laughs> today. Uh, I'll had knowledge perk. Uh, we did go to Perk. <laughs> oh, <okay>. We <laughs> did, no. we did, we did. And uh, and she she just sent out a, a big contract. Proud of her. Hoping to hear back on that. She's doing great things. Um, yeah, uh, I had my mentors in today, and we heard from another small business that's in VMS, and and she's just she's killing it in her uh, in her uh, social services type type business. Um, my phone could ring and I probably have four voicemail messages right now since we've been doing this podcast of just I have a question
0: so it, too many to count is what I'm it, hearing yeah
1: in <laughs> the potential for anyone and everyone to mm. yeah it's but but on any given day I mean it's just however your phone rings is how you help someone
0: how many maybe this is a better question how many s- new small businesses or new entrepreneurs do you hear from whether it's per week or per month How often are people walking through the door?
1: So I've been in this job for right at three months. right? And I would say um, at least once a day, I hear from Mm -hmm. someone who is interested or has an idea or from a partner that has talked to an entrepreneur that needs this service. And really, that's how this 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 programming comes about, is that I'm listening to what it is that I keep hearing that that people need. And entrepreneurs, future entrepreneurs, current entrepreneurs need. So, you know, my, my board of directors at the Gravity Center are 10 entrepreneurs, and they're connected to entrepreneurs. And so it's a force multiplier that we're all just kind of playing off of each other to understand what the culture is and what the needs are in the community to provide resources at the center. And if entrepreneurs don't need it, we won't provide it. But we kind of have an idea. And, and again, guys, entrepreneurial support organizations are nothing new, okay? What we're doing is not so, an innovative idea that's never been done before. The public-private partnership is pretty awesome, okay, like between the city of Rock Hill and and the Gravity Center. That's that's pretty innovative. People are looking at that going, wow. Most of the time, entrepreneurial support organizations are inside of universities. Um, they're inside of cities. Um, there's a small business center, for example, in a community But what we're doing to be that one stop shop resource, uh, whether you hear about it as an incubator or an accelerator or a supporter organization, um, we are here to serve the needs of entrepreneurs and future
0: entrepreneurs. Is there anything that we did you have something else, Ashley? I was going to ask, it kind
2: of goes along with in closing, but. Um, other than this great podcast for people to listen to, is yes. there other ways for people to just find out some information, Website, social media, anything like that? All of it. yes. So, of it. Okay. so mygravitycenter.com is our website. Uh, all of the
1: list of events are, are there as well as uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, um, all under just search for the gravity center and we're there.
0: Anything we've missed or that you'd like to add?
1: Uh, no, just that um, I think that we should bring back the word Sweeping.
0: <laughs> sweeping.
1: <laughs> Our sweeper. Yeah. Uh, sweeping yes.
0: as a. That's uh, great. Yes. Vacuum is so ugly. A fully inclusive word. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah, I'm going to go
2: sweep, not vacuum.
1: Except that that yes, I, I again would just encourage um, anyone who knows a, a small business that um, again you you in your mind in your heart you know someone who um, is a, an entrepreneur um, or would like to be please send them to the center please engage them into our programming into our events and make sure that they get you know the help the resources that they need. Um, you do not have to be alone on this island to. Um, and I mean this island, but you don't have to be alone on an island with your thoughts to not know what your next move is. You can you can have community around you of other entrepreneurs.
0: Awesome. awesome. Well, thank, thank you so you much so for much. joining us today.
1: You're welcome. Thanks, guys, for all you do.
0: Thanks for listening to the Rock Hill City Cast. Episodes are available each week to stream on SoundCloud, Google, and Apple Podcasts. To keep up with City of Rock Hill information, follow us on social media.